Why would you want to sleep with the frogs one more night? What are we talking about? We're reading from the book of Exodus today in Rebel Weight Loss and Lifestyle, so stay tuned. It's going to be a great podcast. Here we go. I'm Christy Code Red, and you're listening to Rebel Weight Loss and Lifestyle, where we believe food holds the power to heal or poison, and we believe our society has been misled regarding proper nutrition and weight loss. You're in the right place if you're looking for some straight-up truth, because I'm here to shed light on the lies and brainwashing that has taken place over the past five decades. Thanks so much for listening. Welcome back to another episode of Rebel Weight Loss and Lifestyle. I'm your host, Christy Code Red, author, entrepreneur, retired professional boxer. And I've got on my Swanwick daywear glasses, but, but, but these are my readers. These are my readers. Yeah, a couple of years ago, I went to Costco Optical. <laughs> well, a couple of years ago, I noticed I was having headaches really like in my eyes and I, I was just having my vision was blurry and yeah, at like 46, 45 years old, I finally, uh, my vision started to go. So I'm a plus 1.5. Um, and so I love these readers from Swanwick. These are daywear, daywear readers. So daywear means they're not, they're, they're clear lens but they still block the excessive blue light that I have coming in because I have blue. I've got a giant, one of those giant iMacs here. That's what I'm recording this on with you guys. I've got my iPhone sitting here. It's open and pointing towards me. I've got my MacBook right here. And then I've got my iPad right here. I use all my devices. So I have, I have, I have this huge, unusual amount of blue light coming in. And I'm looking at, especially right now, we've got a lot of programs, a lot of business. I'm recording this at the end of January, and uh, we are just doing a huge amount of business right now. So I'm in front of my computer all day, every day, and all that blue light is causing eye strain. And it's going to inhibit the my body's ability to make melatonin later on this evening, which is not that far from now. It's already late in the afternoon for me to go to sleep tonight. So I'm wearing right now. I'm wearing my readers because I just, I love, first of all, I just love these glasses. I like the way they fit. I like the way they look. I like the way that my eyelashes don't hit them, you know, everything, but I like the one point, the plus 1.5 magnification. And I like the fact that they're, um, that they are blocking the uh, excessive blue light coming from all my devices that are surrounding me in a horseshoe shape. So if this is you and you want to get a good high quality pair of swan swannies, they do have readers, they have prescriptions, they have fit overs, they have regular lenses, they have kids, they have aviators, like that. they have a whole ton of styles. So go to coderedlifestyle.com forward slash swannies. And I think the code is either rebel 15 or code red 15. Try either one of those and get yourself a pair of Swanwick sleepwear glasses. And I want to thank you for using that code. Not only does it save you 15%, but a portion of your sale comes back into code red to help us pay salaries. So I'm really glad I've got my um, readers on because, Oh, we are reading from the Bible. The name of this podcast. Well, at the time I'm recording this, I haven't come up with a name, but something along the late wait on the long, the lines of why wait, or what are you waiting for? Or something like that. Whatever the heck I named it. You, you'll see that. after You already saw that. But I'm talking about sleeping one more night with the frogs. Why? And, and most of you guys are Christians. 
Most of you guys are Bible believers and you know what story I'm referring to, but just in case, let's talk about it. I love this story in the Bible. I mean, I love the Bible. So I love the Bible stories. Remember I grew up, my mom and dad were both ordained ministers. I grew up in church and this is what I've known. Here's my Bible. I've had this Bible for mm, almost 20 years. My mom got it for me and I'm reading from the book of Exodus. Now Exodus is the second book of the Bible. Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, Deuteronomy, Joshua, Judges, Ruth, 1 Samuel, 1 Second King. I had to memorize all the books of the Bible when I was a kid. And so it came in handy when I, when I was going turning to Exodus 8. So what is this about? The second plague, which is frogs. This is so gross, you guys. I'm going to paraphrase it. This is the new, the new King James Version, but um, I like to just say it in my own words. I mean, I, the Lord knows I'm not taking it out. I'm not, take, I'm not doing it wrong. Um, all right, so um, it said here, and the Lord spoke to Moses, go to Pharaoh and say to him, let my people go so they may serve me. But if you refuse to let them go, behold, I will smite all of your territory with frogs. <laughs> I mean, the Lord was not joking. We, we know the Lord was not joking around in the Old Testament. Like he did not joke around in the Old Testament. He doesn't joke around now, you guys. Um, he's the same God today, yesterday, today, and forever. There are a lot of crazy things happening with our country right now. And those of us who uh, are really studying this and we're, we're following certain leaders in the Christian world and people who are tuned into the Holy Spirit and people who are hearing from God. And if you read your Bible, you'll know. I mean, this is just history repeating itself. What's happening now? And it's going to get bad, but God is going to step in, you guys. God is going to step in, and he is going to save our country. We have got to continue to pray for our country, pray for the leaders, pray for safety, and we've got to get God back in our country. We have just talked about um, talk about getting him out, and well, look at what's happening. All right, but God, it wasn't messing around here. I love this. So, um, so Pharaoh refused, and so the Lord said, all right, well, here we go. He said that, stretch your hand. He told Moses, stretch your hand, say to Aaron, stretch your hand with your rod over the streams, over the rivers, over the ponds, and cause the frogs to come up on the land of Egypt. So he did it, and the frogs came up, covered the land of Egypt. It says here, I want to see the part. Oh, here we go, here we go. Hold on, I'm going back to verse 3. Uh, and it says here, it, the river shall bring forth frogs abundantly, which shall go up into your house, into your bedroom, on your bed, into the houses of your servants, on your people, into your ovens, and into your kneading bowls. And the frogs shall come upon you, your people, and all your servants. <laughs> okay. All right, let me finish because I've got to get to a point here. Well, let me tell you this little story about my frog. So here a couple months ago, you guys might have seen that on Instagram where a little frog got in my house. Maybe it was this summer in my cabin, not here in my condo, in my cabin. The frog would have to travel up to the 14th floor, and I don't think a frog could do that. Maybe, maybe an ambitious frog. And so a frog got into my cabin because I have a cabin at Tamarack, and it just opens up right into the outside. And somehow a little frog came in. You guys, I, and I put, I put it on Instagram that I was trying to catch this frog, but I didn't want to touch it. I know, I know. Well, it was a slimy little thing and it was only this big. 
Can you imagine the frogs in the Bible? Can you imagine them being everywhere? All thousands, tens of thousands, millions of frogs. I mean, the God, God, God was not messing around. I mean, he, he didn't just bring a few frogs. I mean, I think it was awful. I think it was like, it was an infestation. It was, they were everywhere. They were all over the place and they were like, you couldn't do anything without frogs all over you, probably in your hair, probably climbing up on you. I mean, can you imagine? I couldn't even touch that one little tiny frog, the size of a silver dollar to get him to go out of my house. Cause I didn't want him to pee pee on me or poo poo on me. And I couldn't even, and Annabelle and, and Hazel was trying to bite him and I was just freaking out and I was like screaming and I really need a husband. You know, this is what a husband is for to get the frogs out of the house. So that's nothing compared to the infestation that was happening that God brought on this plague. It was a plague of frogs. Come on. It was a plague of frogs. So I could not even stand to even like, I would be going like, ah, ah, like frogs everywhere, frogs in your clothes, crawl, crawl, crawling up your skirt. Like they're everywhere. I mean, they were crawling everywhere. So Pharaoh said, okay, 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 okay. You know what? Uncle, I, I give up. Um, I let, I'm going to let the people go so they may serve God. And so Moses said, when would you like, tell me when I should pray to have the frogs destroyed from you in your homes and that the frogs may remain in the river only. So Moses is like, yeah, when do you want this to happen? And Pharaoh, that idiot says, let it, um, tomorrow. He said, Pharaoh said tomorrow. So everybody had to spend one more night with the frogs. I mean, you know, ain't nobody sleeping that night. Nobody's sleeping. I couldn't sleep if I knew a frog was in my room. It was going to, what if it would have hopped? You guys, one time I lived in New York. When I lived in New York City, I lived down in Chinatown off Oliver Street. I think later on, like many years later, I went back and looked at my building. My building had been completely torn down because come to find out it was condemned. So I lived there in Chinatown, my very first apartment in, uh, and it was tiny, teeny tiny, maybe 400 square feet. And, uh, I had an infestation towards the end of my stay there. I had an infestation of rats. Yeah. Rats, rats would, I had my black lab champ. He was my dog when I lived in New York city and we would try to be sleeping and they would come into my apartment at night and they would run across me at night. I couldn't, they were huge and they were rats. They weren't mice. They were rats. They were New York city rats. I remember I lived in New York city from 2005, six, seven, eight, and nine. 2005 to 2009. Um, and so it was a different city back there. That was Mayor Giuliani. A lot of things were different back in New York City. It's a dump hole. It's awful now. It's not even the same New York City that it was back then. It was a many, many years. I mean, 20 years ago. Um, yeah, 20 years ago. So different different than it is now. A lot of things have happened. The, the rat infestation was terrible. And I lived up on a, on a fifth floor walk up. And my, and the rats had, uh, they had chewed through. That was why the building became condemned. They had chewed through the, the, uh, structure of the building and they had infested the whole building. All of us lost our apartment. The whole building was the condemned by the city and everybody had to leave. Um, so it was terrible. But at night when it, before it got really bad, um, the fro the frogs, the mice would run across my bed at night. And it, they would, they would run across champ and champ would jump up and he would bite them. And we were like, Oh no, 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 no. You could not. Uh, and I had traps set everywhere and I could hear them. I didn't sleep. I didn't sleep at all. I was scared to death. I didn't want them running across my face. I didn't want them anywhere near me, but though, and they're pretty brave, you know, they've seen a lot. They're pretty brave rats and they would bite you 
and they would chew through, you know, the covers while they were like, they didn't, they didn't care. They did not care. So I can't even imagine spending one more night with the frogs. Why would Pharaoh say that tomorrow? Like, are you kidding me? I, why? Well, you know, Cause he was getting the frogs too. I mean, God made sure he wasn't like God made sure that the frogs were attacking him too. The frogs were everywhere. Even in, even in his palace, even where he lived. And yet he said tomorrow, like, what an idiot thing to say. Can you believe that? But think about it. How many times do we say that we're going to start tomorrow? We have the answer. We know the answer. We know we'll start feeling better if we start drinking our water. We know we'll start feeling better if we turn our phone off and go to bed 30 minutes earlier tonight we know we'll feel better if we cut off our eating time earlier in the afternoon we know we'll feel better if we just implement just a couple just just say no to a couple things and yet we don't we choose to abuse food sugar and alcohol we choose to stay up late scrolling through TikTok. We choose to go throughout the day completely dehydrated and we don't want to, we don't want to carry our water bottle. We don't want to worry about it. And then we wonder why we have a headache and we're so incredibly tired. We're choosing to do that even though we know, I mean, a lot of people have regained their weight uh, and they, they remember what it feels like to be completely, you know, like just be on track on the plan, on plan. We like to call it on plan, on track. You get it. And, and, and not be a slave, have all that sugar out of your system. You know, having you know, the, the brain fog is gone. Cause you went through the detox. You're well hydrated. You're well rested. You're picking meat, vegetables, nuts, eggs, seeds, seafoods, and fat. You're only eating twice a day, spaced at least five hours apart. You're not eating in the afternoon or the evening time. You're not having Costco samples. You're not ordering Uber Eats. You're just keeping your food simple. You're having steak and asparagus and cream cheese and cottage cheese and, and uh, eggs and bacon. And you, you remember how good all that felt when you were on track and treating your body with kindness and respect. And then you go off the rails. We've all done it. You gain back your, not even go off the rails, just go off plan. Some of you go off the rails. Some of you just go off plan. It doesn't have to be crazy. And you, and you, you get out of your habit. You stop, stop adhering to, you don't get on the scale every day. You don't weigh, you know, you don't weigh yourself every day. You don't start your day off with a bottle of water. You just stop those habits and you go back to feeling crappy. Do you, you, you forget, I think you forget how good you felt because if we remembered how good we felt, we, I mean, I think it's a, it's a couple of things here. You know, I mean, um, I've got a couple of way of looking at it, ways of looking at it. Um, it's, it's hard to get back on track sometimes. I know that. Um, I know that if you guys attended my throwing it all away workshop, um, on January 27th, you heard my story of coming back, keeping my weight off for five, six months, and then gaining it back in October of 23. Uh, and I, but I pulled myself back up. I did, I did pull myself back up. So I do have sympathy for those of you who have gained your weight back, but then I don't have sympathy because I was able to pull myself by myself when nobody knew it. And I, I pulled myself back up and I started my comeback without anybody's help. And so, um, I have sympathy. Yes, 
I do understand. Yes. But I also am like, I'm harder on you, you know? So I know that it is hard to come back. And I, I, and I think back of myself, um, there were some, you know, outside forces that were really causing me to stay in this pit of depression and shame. This is just a pile of shame. Um, and I, I didn't have my tribe. I mean, if you attended that workshop, you heard the, the mistakes I made. Um, I didn't have my tribe. I didn't have accountability. Uh, I didn't have a plan. I didn't have anybody or anything. I lost all my whole tribe. And that was keeping me on track for the five, six months that I kept my weight off after my show. Um, so when you lose all those things, this is why you have to stay connected to the community. When you lose all those things, it is hard to come back. Um, but you can do it. But I think a lot of us, we forget how good we feel. We forget how wonderful it is to be on track. And so when it, you, you know what to do, and you remember that podcast I did called, you know, learning it versus living it. Yeah. You know, there's a big difference. It's not enough just to learn it because you're saying, Oh, you know, I know what to do. I know what to do, but I just, I'm just not doing it. Well, yeah, it's not, it's not enough to just know what to do because most people gain back their weight. They know what to do. I think you, you also forget how good you feel. You forget, you know, and you got to go through that four to seven days of detox, but you have the opportunity to get back on. If you're listening to this and you're off track, I I'm, and I, I'm saying to you, I'm giving you an altar call right now. I'm saying, my goodness, I have so many programs to get you back on track. I have the seven day total body reset. We have the 10 pound takedown. We have uh, a, the VIP program. You can buy just a straight home study program, but the VIP and home study, they're the same price. So don't do that. Get the VIP It's so much better. And so there are programs. There's my audio, my audio book. There's all my cookbooks. There's so many things to help get you back on track. Why would you want to spend one more night with the frogs? This is the answer. I have the answer for you. I I mean, I wish it was just as easy as what, what God said to Moses. I mean, um, what, I mean, God, God said, Hey, listen, uh, tell him to let his, my people go. And then once he does, I'll stop the frogs. And so I wish it was, I wish, you know, I wish your weight could come off that easily. Like, cause God prayed or Moses prayed and the frogs just vanished back into the rivers. Well, okay. I mean, it happened in a split second, you know, uh, that's not going to happen with your weight regain. You have to, um, you know, you have to lose it. You have to lose it. It's going to be a little slower. It's going to take the time, but hopefully you'll learn your lesson this time. I know I certainly did. I'm never going to let myself do that again. It's way too hard to lose it the second time. I don't want to go through that again. I want to go back to the way I was before, but you have the opportunity to come back and you're choosing to spend one more night with the frogs. Why? Does that, does that wine really taste that good? Does the pizza from Costco really taste that good? Do you, is it, is it, is it that wonderful to go out to eat late every single night? I mean, I remember, um, when I, uh, you know, um, I started making money in my company, you know, I was very broke. I was on Idaho state food stamps. And then my company started, you know, in 2016, I hit a million. Uh, three years later, I hit 10 million. 
And then I was able to sock away with Miles' help. Miles handled all my investments. And because I was living with Miles, I was married to Miles, we shared expenses. So it's much easier to sock away a lot of money when A, someone's making really good investments for you and B, someone's splitting all the expenses so you're not spending as much and I don't spend a lot of money anyway. I socked away a lot of money and I was so very, very proud. I built up a beautiful portfolio that I'm set for the rest of my life. I, um, and I don't live beyond my means, so I'm, I'm, I'm good to go. I'm super, super proud of that and so very, very, very thankful. But when you have the means to, like, we would go, we would get, be on these, we, would, we were on a yacht one time uh, in Greece, si sailing through the Greece isle, islands. There's like, I don't know, it's like 78 Greek islands or something. I don't know how many of them, like 108, I don't know what it is. But we hit, I think we hit like 16 islands in 21 days. That's really, like, it was super nice. And we've been on some fancy stuff, Miles and I. We've been on some fancy trips. I've been in some fancy places. I've eaten some fancy dinners. But it's, it gets old and you don't think it's going to get old when you don't have any money. When you don't have any money, you dream of that life. Oh, I wish I could just like, I would just eat lavish dinners all night long. You know, at night, ah, da, da, da. I wish I could just dance the night away, like on Downton Abbey and those ball gowns and eat you know, caviar and, and, and drink the fancy Dom Perignon. And, you know, you think when you don't have any money that that's what you want to do when you do have money. I would love to have a life where I could dine out at fancy meals all the time but I'm here to tell you I dreamt of that too and that got old I don't drink anyway I don't like the way I feel when I drink but I dined out at fancy restaurants I could do that now and it's just got old quick and so I don't understand those of you guys who choose to do that every night you're choosing to just you're choosing that avenue you're choosing that way of life you've got to eat either way so why don't you just choose steak and asparagus you know why would you want to why i just don't, i don't i don't i don't get that i just don't i don't you know that the wine doesn't make you feel good it might in that moment just as your buzz starts to come on but then after that as it starts to metabolize in your liver like you start to feel crappy and between 2 and 4 a.m you're gonna you're gonna get woken up uh, and your your liver's detoxing. You don't you don't feel good. So I don't know why you continue to choose that, and you continue to wait. And it, why would you want to sleep with the frogs one more night when you know what the answer is? You have the answer. Now, if you've never ever ever done the the proper human diet and you only ever lived off processed carbs, and you really don't know what it feels like to live on this side of things. That's one thing, but pretty much everybody's done some, some, some sort of keto before they know what it feels like to get off carbs and sugar and they've been clear headed and they've had a brain. They've had some time in their life where they felt really, really good. Like maybe they were in really great shape and they were doing CrossFit twice a day and they had their diet. I don't know. I don't know, but you know what it feels like to feel good. Most, almost everybody does. And yet you choose to sleep with the frogs, um, during the holiday. Um, I travel a lot. I travel every week to my cabin, but I also fly a lot. And as you guys know, Hazel goes with me and, and I take a lot of trips. I mean, as I'm recording this, I have three trips in three weeks. I have a trip every week um, where I'm flying out somewhere every week and that's okay. And then it's getting ready to ramp up for the promotion of my, my documentary. 
in the airport, I had this lady who came up to me and I have people to stop me in the airport and I absolutely love it. I love when people stop me in the airport. I love it, love it, love it. I love when they stop me anywhere. I don't care where I am. There's never going to be a time where I don't want you to stop me. Really, I don't care if you see me out on a date, stop me. Stop me in the restaurant. Stop me in the bathroom. If you see me at the bathroom, stop me at a rodeo. Mom and I are going to go to the rodeo in March. We just found a PBR um, rodeo in March at the Idaho Center. We're going. Who's going to the rodeo at the end of March? We are. Stop me at the rodeo. Stop me at church. Stop me everywhere you see me. Always stop me if you are a rebel or you just know me and you want to get a hug, you want to get a picture, or you want to tell me your story. I love it. Well, Lady stopped me in the airport over the holidays. Oh, you know what? It was Thanksgiving. That's right. It was Thanksgiving. And she said, um, she said, I, um, I'm a rebel. I lost 40 pounds, but she needed to lose about another 50, 60 pounds. And she said, I've lost 40 pounds. I've kept it off. And I said, oh, I'm so proud of you. This is great. You know, and I, and I said, but I like, you know, you guys know me. I go, but you need to lose another 60. And she's like, yeah, you know, she was great about it. I mean, I'm just not going to. And, and she said, and I, and I said, so what, um, what are you guys doing? And she said, we're just coming back from San Diego. We spent, we've already done holidays. The holidays are done for us. We did, we did California with his family. We did Georgia with my family. Now we're coming back to Idaho and it's just going to be us. And so the family thing is done. And I said, great. And she goes, I mean, I'm, I'm, I want to get back on code red. I said, freaking awesome. What are you going to do that? Oh, after the holidays. January 1st, I said, what? Why would you want to sleep with the frogs one more night? I said, why, why on earth would you do that? Well, it's the holidays, she said. Not for you. You just got done telling me the holidays are done for you. Like, you don't have to worry about family. Nobody's coming over. You ain't going nowhere. You don't have grandkids. Like, nothing's happening. It's just you and your husband for the rest of the, all through the rest of November and all through December. So why wouldn't you, like, start tomorrow? And she went, ah. I, I, I said, I looked at her like this. Why would you, what? I mean, even if you did have all that stuff going on, I, I, I was in prep all through the holidays. Ain't no big deal. Plenty of my rebels, Lori Stobart, she lost weight all through the holidays. My rebels make their mind up. They make their mind up. That's it. When you make your mind up, it's done. But she wanted to sleep with the frogs one more night. And I know I don't know her enough. I don't I don't know who she was. I don't think she told me her name because I'm pretty good about remembering names. And I don't know what happened to her. But why on earth would you not want to start to now? Now at two o'clock on a Tuesday. I don't understand. Why would you want to wait? Why would you want to put it off more? Those nasty frogs are all over you. They're in your kneading bowl. They're in your oven. They're in your bed. They're on you. They're in your clothes. They're not leaving. They're crawling on you. Your headache, your fatigue, your confidence is down. Your clothes don't fit. You are on max amount of insulin because you've just, you've just beat up your pancreas. You've got no confidence. You haven't had intimacy with your spouse. Why would you want to sleep with the frogs one more night? You are, you are at the biggest you've ever been. You've let your weight get out of control. You have no energy. You have no pain. You can barely, you have no energy. You, you are in pain. You can barely walk. I know that in October of 2023, when I was spiraled into that deep depression, uh, my, it hurt to walk. It hurt to walk. My face was swollen. My hands were swollen. My feet were swollen. Everything was swollen. I know how that feels. You're feeling that now. Those of you who are off track, 
Those of you who are on track, don't forget how it feels. We don't want to go back, do we? No, we do not. That is, the, the frogs are in the kneading bowl right now for you. The frogs are in your bed. How much more, how much, how many more frogs can be on you than having your knees swell up because you just add, polished off an entire package of Keebler Elf cookies with a bottle of wine. The frogs are up your skirt. And yet, you would rather sleep with the frogs one more night. Does that make any sense to you? I don't, I don't get it. I knew the moment that I said enough. That was it. I don't want to sleep with the frogs one more night. I was on the floor of my bedroom. Those of you who watched the workshop, you watched the workshop, you heard the story. And I couldn't get up because I was so swollen and I was in so much pain from the food I just binged on. But I did get up because I didn't want to sleep with the frogs one more night. Now, there might be some frog poop to clean up. I don't know. I don't know when, when God vanished the frogs back to the river, maybe he cleaned up the poop. There's going to be some damage left over from your habits. Buckle up. It's got, you got to clean it up. You got to clean up the frog poop. You're going to have some detox. You're going to have to get rid of some stuff out of your cupboard. You're going to have to maybe cut some people out of your life, cut some activities out of your life, like Bunko or the reading group, because you guys always drink wine and eat sugar. There is going to be some frog poop to clean up even after the frogs are back in the river. Buckle up. It's still worth it not living with those frogs. And then as days go on and days turn into weeks and weeks turn into months and you lose a little bit more weight every single day and the swelling goes down and the brain fog clears and the vision gets better and the hearing gets better and your skin clears up and your nails start to grow and the clothes start fitting looser. You're cleaning up the frog poop. Every day gets better. Every day gets easier, but you've got to make that decision. Moses asked Pharaoh, all right, when do you want this to happen? And he said, tomorrow. I just, I, I just still can't believe that. But then again, how many times have we said tomorrow? How many times? How many times have we said tomorrow? I'll start again on a Monday. I'll start again on the 1st. I'll start again January 1st. I'll start again on February 1st. Why does it always have to be an even number? Why does it have to be Monday? It could be right now. Why are you waiting? We have so many programs to help you. When you've had enough of your own crap, when you don't want frogs in the kneading bowl and frogs in the oven, give us a call. We will be here to pull you up, wrap our arms around you and love you. We're not judging you. You've heard my story. Lord knows I've got no room to judge you. We're ready for you. Don't spend one more night with the frogs. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. They're nasty. I'll see you on the next episode of Rebel Weight Loss and Lifestyle. Thank you so much for listening to Rebel Weight Loss and Lifestyle. If you are looking for some hardcore accountability to get and keep this weight off, look no further because I've got VIP Connection. This is the ultimate connection to me just short of me sleeping on your couch. You're going to get three daily messages from me in real time directly to you. 
You're going to submit your weight every Friday. We're going to go over it in a weekly meeting on Sunday nights, and I'm going to give you feedback. You'll have access to a monthly VIP breakfast with me and Boise, a monthly VIP supplement box, access to any workshop, any PDF promo that I hold for that month. You'll have access to the ringside membership. And best of all, you'll have a fully customized nutrition program written just for you. We're talking about over $3,000 total value for $3.97 a month, and you can cancel anytime. Go to coderedlifestyle.com forward slash VIP to check that out.